My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. Welcome to Best Quality Vacuum. I don't remember how we opened this show. We don't record it <laughs> often enough for me to remember. Our show about Breaking Bad, Better Call ah, yes. Saul, El Camino, and the entire Vince Gilliverse. Yeah. Yes. There, there we, we are. are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's one thing you don't know. This isn't a podcast. Mm, That's me throwing the podcast on the ground. <laughs> Just, just, just throwing an iPod shuffle down. <laughs> yeah, and exploding like they're prone to do. Oh, you know. Oh. <laughs> Those little batteries. Yeah. <laughs> they can't hold their secrets forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're talking about a very good episode of this program, Gary. Yeah. Yeah, the birth of Heisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> you say, you're saying it that way on purpose? Have I been? Yeah, okay. Yeah, just, <laughs> Have I been consorting with somebody who says Heisenberg dumb? <laughs> <laughs> of Heisenborg. <laughs> Am Heisenborg. Same name. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is uh this is a really good episode. The penultimate mm-hmm. episode of season one because of the writer's strike. Uh this episode, written by George Masters and directed by Bronwyn Hughes. And this originally aired March 2nd, 2008. Yeah, uh, this is uh, picking up after Walt and Jesse decide to start cooking again, uh, but they have a distribution problem. Uh, it's just Jesse going out and slinging a, a pound of meth by the teeth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, they've got to start uh, you know, figuring out how to move how to move in bulk. Yes, I learned so much about meth doses from this episode because mm-hmm. I had no idea what a lot of meth was or like how much you bought in a unit. You know, having uh-huh. bought meth and now i understand selling an ounce in a night to like myriad weirdos is really good yeah you know that that's he's doing great six i mean 16 deals where you have to meet talk get to a safe location and then make the deal yeah yeah Yeah. good job jesse yeah um there's a subplot here with hank slowly uh, on the trail and we say slowly we mean over the course of the entire show. Yeah. Uh, this is, he finds out the gas mask from the original cook site came from Walt's high school and kind of presses him a little bit. Yes. Uh, the biggest thing that we get here is the, that we had our first villain of this crazy eight, uh, a villain, you know, in name, but ends up chained up to a, with a bike lock for most of it. So not very dangerous up until the end. We introduced the Tuco, uh, <laughs> Tuco Salamanca here, who is a really uh, big presence in the show, a really huge presence in better call Saul as well. Uh, and one of the, I think, you know, rewatching these Tuco episodes, uh, a lot of shit uh, gets talked about the cartel stuff in Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can, I get it. Like, I, th- I think it's not entirely off base. I will say that this really Better Call Saul providing additional kind of like Tuco lore mm-hmm. uh, was additive to me. Yes. Understanding how Tuco operates and his kind of known quantity as a wild card. Yeah. Uh, in this thing, like you get the sense that him coming back in to be in charge here was no, what nobody wanted. <laughs> right. Uh, this is another Tuco even being on the field right now is another unforeseen consequence of Walt and Jesse's criming, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tuco played by Raymond Cruz. Um, yep. uh, uh, another X Files alum. Uh, this is a, a a fantastic performance. Oh, it's incredible! Uh, yeah, like even just like the physicality of it, like the um, like he's he's kind kind of a little guy. 
you know, mm-hmm. but he, but, but there is a, there's kind of a, like, like a density to him and his action and the erratic, like how erratic he is. And he does a very, very good job of swinging back and forth between seemingly being seemingly, seemingly amicable while, you know, while still being extre- extremely scary because he's constantly giving you the eyes, his little yeah. lie, detector, lie detector, right? Yeah. yeah. And then just incredible violence. Yes, uh, at random intervals. Yeah. It's my favorite kind of this kind of villain, like the entirely unpredictable. Mm-hmm. You know, villain, like, I. one of the things I love about, and this is, I'm not the first person to say this, but Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul introduce us to some of the greatest TV villains of all time. Of course. Uh, and we get every flavor mm-hmm. of them. And what's really interesting about Breaking Bad specifically is Walt climbs up the ladder of these. So, like, he walks into he assumes Tuco will be professional because he thinks he himself is. Yeah. He finds out that Tuco is not, he outplays Tuco, you know, when he eventually meets Gus, he assumes he is as good as Gus, but he's <laughs> not. you know, just because he was more professional than Tuco doesn't mean he's on Gus's level. Mm-hmm. He eventually outmaneuvers Gus and then real is like, Oh, because I did that, of course I can outmaneuver and play these Nazis, mm-hmm. you know? And that ends up being his, his downfall. Yes. Like him constantly, besting these people and taking all of the wrong lessons from it uh, yep. <laughs> is ultimately ends up fucking him. And this, it doesn't begin with Tuco, but Tuco is the first of the, uh, the, the cartel stepping stones that really matter. Like you yeah. didn't really have to best crazy eight. Mm-hmm. You know, that was just, that was just getting his feet wet. Yeah. I mean, and then there's also like, <laughs> it kind of seems like the, the, the assumption that he, that he has, you know, like building up is either that as he climbs the ladder, uh, they're going to get less violent or at least more controllable in, yes. in, in terms of how that violence can be directed, you know, like Tuco, he is a walking exposed nerve who, you know, he's, he's kind of simultaneously low rent and just not afraid of any adverse consequences for what he might do. Yes. And he, he, he exists and primarily demands, you know, c- commands fear from his subordinates and anybody who gets directly in front of them because they're afraid of what he's going to do to their body. Right. Yes. He, he, he exerts a, like a lot of, uh, a, a, a lot of, a lot of strength, as Walt climbs the ladder and figures, okay, I beat the guy who does the overt violence. Um, uh, you know, he he gets kind of shocked to find out he's even more fucked under a regime of, you know, more uh, controlled violence that has a mic in play, right? Yes, yeah, he's uh he's out of his league, yeah, in every possible way. Uh, <laughs> it's great from every angle. Yeah, um, this is a really big episode for this season. Um, this is the probably the biggest like most action packed uh season part of the season mm-hmm. it's the uh the second time walt has done some weird chemistry <laughs> MacGyvering, <laughs> yeah. uh, in the thing but it's the most premeditated yes um this will kind of peek through the the cracks mm-hmm. later in the show but it'll take a very different tone yes you know like this is you know lily of the valley like this is not something that the walt is beyond Mm-hmm. Doing this is as flashy and silly and superhero <laughs> as it ever gets. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he he does the Joker walk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's so. just very, it's very Joker. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, this is the only other episode, I think, in addition to what was with the pilot. One of them before had a, yeah. uh, 
and a commentary on it. This has a commentary. Again, it's a group, uh, kind of a group uh, affair. Tons of people on it. Uh, kind of a sense of a little bit of a, a party, even though they're in the middle of shooting. But at the end of shooting um, season two at this point. It, it sounds like they're having a lot of fun. <laughs> Gotta give them that. At least they're having fun. You know? <laughs> Like it, 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 it seems like they like each other and they're all having fun. So it's a little bit fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't get a lot from it. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple little behind the scenes stories and there's a couple little details about how they shot some of the trick shots. And like, I'm typically, you know, I like the trick shot stuff in breaking bad. I think the photography and stuff is very good uh, in it. I think it's, it's better, uh, you know, as, as it goes on and then it's better call Saul comes up. Mm hmm. It's not what I'm here for. It's not my primary interest, but it does feel like it's the primary interest of the people on the commentary. Yeah. I, I, I like that. I like that stuff, but I prefer seeing it in a bullet pointed list, uh, as opposed to listening to a commentary for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's so to me, it is an important part of the gestalt of the value of the show, but it's not as important to me as like character. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's never going to be as important to me as plot or character yeah. or writing, you know, like it, it is always going to be a secondary concern to me. Yes. You know? yeah. Um, and that stuff's harder to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's, it's much easier to talk about how well, they got a certain trick shot. I mean, especially with that many people in the room. That's true. Like there are two, like, I would love to hear this with Vince Gilligan and the writer. Yes. You know, not that everybody else isn't fun. Like they all bust each other's balls. It's real rowdy and, and goofy. Uh, everybody pick on it. Like you just feel like a dog pile is going to break up at any, break out at any point. <laughs> yeah. Like in a pinch to grow an inch, you know, and <laughs> fall, like it's really raucous. Yeah. Uh, and silly in a way that, uh, again, a little bit fun, but not as enlightening as I want it to be. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, I, I thought it was crazy. I didn't know that they shot each episode in eight days. That is a mm-hmm. very tight schedule, uh, for something as filmic as this, yes. you know, um, uh, a thing I did know is, uh, those time lapses, it's not like they are like dead simple to do, but you can do them with very, very readily available technology. Like, you know, the, the time lapse for the, for the series, I believe is done just by these two guys that they hired out, out of LA who drive out with, uh, like a consumer grade Nikon. Yeah. I just, uh, Best Buy Nikon, yeah. uh, there, um, they talk about who is involved, like who everyone is. You know, Brian Cranston talks about how writers are really underrated. You mm-hmm. know, this is, he's right, but also mm-hmm. it does contribute to a general, uh, everyone doing a circle jerk. Yeah. Uh, in this, a funny parallel to this, um, and it's, it's something I participate in, so I'm not judging it too much, but, uh, when you play a show in a band, um, oh, yeah. after the show, everyone has to go around and tell each other how awesome everything was yes. and you have to like catch everybody in the band. And last time we did a show, the band we we a band played before us had three people, and then the band played after us had seven people on the stage at one point. Okay. So like while trying to get my equipment together, just making sure I told everybody that it was great <laughs> as kind of like a social because they had told me it was great. Uh-huh. And it's just this like weird social dance. Yeah. And I, yeah. I got very disgusted by it. Like <laughs> I got I got one one hundredth jokerfied. And it wasn't <laughs> that they weren't great. Like it's just, man, can we dispense with this ritual? Yeah. You know, and that, that's a little bit what this feels like. 
Mm -hmm. Like just like, oh, you know, their performances, you guys, it was great. Oh, the performances, your writing was great. But your directing, that was great. (laughs) You know, it just goes round and round. I I need Uh, I need I need insight, (laughs) please. It's it's a a environment which insight cannot grow because everything is too positive to reflect. Yes. You know, like there is no insight. I'm not saying that like this episode's a great episode. I'm not saying they, there are failures to reflect upon, Mm -hmm. but like I would have been interested in more like near misses or like the thought process behind making some of the choices that they made Mm -hmm. in this. Um, Dean Morris is very uh, avuncular during this (laughs) making a lot of like horny locker room jokes. Yep. Uh, During like this got me laid. (laughs) You know, he's basically being, you know, Hank. He's, he, yeah. His, his Hankness comes very, uh, it comes very natural to him. Uh, yes. you didn't say his full name, Dean sex gifts, Norris. I, I, it's because I'm evoking his sexuality in a negative way here. And to <laughs> me, the sex gift tweet is to be celebrated. Oh, it's wonderful. I, I love it. Yeah. I, I think I love that about him. <laughs> uh, I think that's like the chattest thing I've ever seen him do. Just leave that up for a turn. He'd be like, yeah, man, I was searching out sex gifts. I don't even watch videos. I'm that fucked up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I need it to be five seconds long and soundless. In a loop. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't uh, uh, so it, it's, you know, pretty bland. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the writer, the actors end up writing a lot of detail into the poker scene. It's mm-hmm. originally going to be bowling, uh, but uh, poker is cheap. And also Brian Cranston is a professional poker player. Oh, I didn't so know that. Able to, yeah, he, they talk about it in the commentary. Oh, they talk about I how didn't. they didn't know how to do it, but they, uh, Brian has, has done real shit oh. with poker. Neat. Um, so he was going there and he, uh, there were a lot of little character touches and stuff that yeah. come through in that scene. Nice. Uh, there. But other than that, like you don't, and then you learn some trivia from it. Oh, yeah. um, you learn that there's a scene and we'll talk about this later where uh, they use the edit to repurpose a scene of uh, Walter masturbating into him throwing up. Yep. Uh, great <laughs> editing. And then uh, Aaron Paul, you know, at the, the right I, moment went to go ask to move <laughs> and then didn't get crushed by a boulder. Yeah. Very wily coyote asked for him to die. <laughs> for him to go. It's like, yeah. all right, no, hey, hey, guess what, Aaron? Writers, uh, writer strike, save your character. Come yep. on. Well, yeah. all right. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. The uh yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let's get into it. There's a lot to talk about. Let's do. Um, uh, we open up, this is, uh, one of the, uh, cold opens that is both, um, let's say a thing that is happening, uh, in present day, but also, you know, at the current time, but also, uh, foreshadowing. Flash yeah. Flash forward, getting us a little bit of, uh, a little bit of that irony. We have Jesse and Walt in the RV with Walt kind of laying down the law, um, after they have decided to cook again, specifically Wait, on their the... division of labor. Yeah. Yeah. This opens up with a shot, a stunt shot of light going in through the bullet holes of the mm-hmm. RV. Uh, when I talk about not really liking commentaries, talking about that behind the scenes stuff, this is a great example because Vince, they are all talking about how good the shot is. And Vince Gilligan goes, how long did it, did it take you to get that, that shot, you know, in his little acute Muppet voice. And the director goes, ah, a couple takes. <laughs> and I'm like, Ooh, what, what searing insight into the, the, the yeah. film part of filmmaking. Yeah, like it's a cool shot, but I just felt like no information was fucking conveyed. Yeah, Uh, yeah. It's just like, uh, and 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 also like instead of phrasing it as a question, you could say like, "Oh, that effect is harder to achieve than you would think." Like, sure. Or say how you got it. 
<laughs> yeah. Like as opposed to just it took a couple of shots. Like it just, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I understand in theory how that stuff could be interesting. Uh-huh. I have yet to have it presented in an interesting way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to me, uh, Walt is telling Jesse, like, listen, we're going to go through this. I handle the chemistry. He's going through, he's looking through uh, the mess that the fight mm-hmm. with uh, Jesse and Badger caused. You yes. know, he's a 40 on the ground. Like this is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. I will handle the chemistry. I'm going to be a silent partner. You deal with the customers and I'm never going to, I don't want to know them. I don't want to hear anything about them. Yeah. And then this is intercut with kind of a scene of a ruined street, kind of this building where something obviously exploded. There's debris everywhere. Uh, and Walt is saying, you know, no matter what, no matter what happens, no more bloodshed, no more violence. You know, we're done with that. Um, uh, and of course, you know, the, the irony here, him saying, I'm never going to deal with the customers, no violence. We're, you know, we see Walt in the aftermath of something incredibly violent happening as he went to deal with a customer. He is yeah. walking toward the camera, holding a bag. Uh, he's got a bloody nose. And very importantly, he is not bald. He is uh, yes. shaved his head. The explosion blew off all of his hair. <laughs> we are led to believe at this point. <laughs> like a cartoon inventor. Yeah. No, um, are, are you sure Sure, a gorilla didn't come and yank it off? Yeah. <laughs> Just, they, they, whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, so we, we're present day. We, Walt and Skylar at chemo. Uh, he tries to get her to leave. She wants to stay. And he says, uh, you know, I'd rather have somebody there when Walt Jr. gets home. Yes. Uh, and Skylar says, hey, have you heard from Elliot? Uh, she hasn't seen a check. He's like, no, no, I got the check. I got it mm-hmm. deposited. It's all fine. Yeah. You know? and, and she's giving him looks. She's yeah. kind of dubious, but not wanting to, you know, break this. Cause I mean, he's sitting in a recliner, you know, getting poison pumped into his veins. Not the time, yeah. especially not, not in front the of these people. Yeah. And, and he, the reason he's shooing her off is because he wants, when he goes and writes a check for the receptionist, it's a post dated check. You know, she cannot cash until Monday. Right. You know, he doesn't want Skyler to be for that. Cause it would, it would interrupt his lie. Yes. Yeah. Um, we get to a cook uh, here, a little time-lapse cook, uh, or this scene around uh, ABQ, around Arbuckerke, a cook, and then cut over to Walt giving a lecture about change in energy. Yes. Even another, even otherwise harmless substance, man, can yes. react violently. <laughs> mm. uh, you know, a chemical process or, you know, can happen slowly. We don't notice it. If it happens quickly, we do. Does anyone have an example of that? Uh, and somebody eventually raises their hand and goes explosions. He, he, uh, he calls on them. This is such a, this is such an accurate uh, depiction of a class of a high school classroom without me in it. Where I like, t- <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had said that. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a very brutal thing you're about to say about yourself. <laughs> and <laughs> I can only assume. <laughs> no, I was just, I was one of those assholes who was like, oh yeah, I know the answer. I'll put, I'll put no. up my hand. Hey, uh, this may surprise you. I know that. And that's what I'm to. <laughs> That's why I wish I had said it. This coalless classroom, this without, uh, with, without, uh, Martin Prince, uh, no teacher. It, no 40-year-old Martin Prince, uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm not like that now no, okay i'm kind of like you're that kinda, now you're but... less like that now yeah uh, through uh, me and your brother relentlessly giving <laughs> shit about it like our hope is that by the time you get to 70 it's all uh, entirely gone yeah hopefully well, we've been meeting you know, in secret if wishes were fishes hit <laughs> <laughs> fans and butts uh, <laughs> No, but I I love how getting anybody to interact with him is like pulling teeth. He's like an example, you know, and he's like pointing at the board, you know, and just this girl who just, just is, you know, thinking about 
you know, I don't know. <laughs> Other Wait, stuff. Anything, yeah. Kid stuff. I, when I was in school, I paid attention. Like I was a, a <sighs> not, you know, did not study for tests, just kind of picked stuff up for paying yeah, attention. Yeah. But I also didn't want to say the answer. Mm-hmm. Like, and it wasn't because I was embarrassed to know, know to things, be, to know things. I just didn't like, I don't know. I didn't see the upshot of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just want to be here. I want to watch a documentary about this yeah. for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the other thing that would always happen too, is I would be drawing and it was help me listen. Like mm-hmm. I would just like doodle, you yes. know, and teachers hated that shit. Oh, of course. This, yeah. this is helping me, you idiot. Like, I'm <laughs> absorbing information better. It's either this yes. or nothing. Uh, yeah. in, in in fairness, part of my desire to answer every question or at least to be there uh, was to avoid moments like this because I got fucking bored waiting for other people. I was yeah. just like, no, just, really let's, just get, let's just get on. I don't. If you have any fucking... empathy for the teacher, it can feel really awkward. Yeah. You know, where it's like, it's very undignified when a teacher has to beg. Yeah. Somebody to answer. And it's like, man, pull yourself up. off. The you, you, you don't, you don't need to, you don't get yeah. paid enough this for this. Pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so he, he point, he has this formula on the board for fulminated mercury. Uh, and he, uh he's talking about this. Uh, everybody knows from Sekiro. Yes. Yeah. The, the, um, uh, little foreshadowing here. Um, uh, you know, the faster they undergo change, the more violent the release of energy. Again, a classroom telling you that what's happening to the characters. Yes. So, yeah. Um, he's also struggling with chemo at this point mm-hmm. and excuses it. He says, everybody go read. He excuses himself to go vomit. This is the standing vomit scene yeah. until I found out in the commentary that this was a masturbation scene repurposed. I was going to critique his vomiting technique. Oh yeah. Because, no. Yeah. You don't vomit standing up. That's a really good way to ruin multiple shirts and pants. Yeah. Yeah. That's something you do when you're drunk in your mid sentence. Uh, yes. and, and you become a legend amongst your friends, but like also a joke. <laughs> I, I'm somebody who vomits. Uh, and I was like, man, this, this guy fucking sucks at vomiting. <laughs> like, you may know chemistry, Mr. White, but you don't know anything about vomiting. Um, he, he goes and, and vomits. And then the very saintly new character of Hugo, the janitor. Yeah, uh, comes up. It's like I'll clean it up, Mister White. You have t- kids to teach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's so funny. It's I, <laughs> education has value. Maybe they wouldn't end up like me. <laughs> You're a good man, <laughs> Mister White. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so funny how like if, he, if the character had been introduced before, it would maybe feel a little less dra- jarring. Yeah, for yeah. him just to be a direct victim of Walt's violence, yeah. you know. <laughs> Um, I, 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 I did not mean that, uh, like, oh, maybe they won't be like me. Like being a janitor is undignified. Oh, that is the kind know. of, that is the kind of fiction that, uh, that, that this is, yeah, it, it would be very funny if he said that, I guess is what yeah. I'm saying. Uh, it's an archetype. I, I, I loved our janitors at school. They were, they were fun people. They were yeah. interesting people to talk to. Yeah. The, uh, our school, we famously, we had a janitor who was named, uh, Gary, who, uh, was, had, uh, some sort of neurodivergence, mm-hmm. uh, you know, going on in his head and, uh, his whole thing, uh, and kids were cruel, you know, so it wasn't like all, all sunshine, but I remember kind of liking him because <clears throat> if you ever sat on a table that would like set him off and he would come marching up and going, uh, what is it? Uh, tables are for glasses, not for asses. Oh, tables are for glasses, not for asses. Uh, <laughs> and you know, it was just fun to watch an adult swear. Uh huh. Time yeah. and it was really like clockwork how you could get him to do it. Huh? Uh, yeah. And I, I did not participate in this. I was not 
manipulating the janitor. I wasn't that kind of, I was a shit, but yeah, I wasn't yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, but that's what other people would do. Mm-hmm. When I, when I was in, uh, uh, gosh, elementary school, the elementary school, um, janitor, uh, he owned a bison farm like that. Mm. Like just that, that, that's just, he did, he just lived on Is that. Janitor, he moonlighted as a janitor. <laughs> he just, he just, he, he, he raised, he raised a bison and just, you know, during, uh, like, uh, there was, it was like in third grade, there was a unit we were talking about, you know, uh, in, indigenous tribes, nations. Um, and, uh, uh, he would bring in some of the bison it's like, Oh yeah, the people, people would eat this. Like, doesn't it kind of taste like sweet hamburger? It's like, yeah, it does that, that, that rules. Yeah. Just when you said he'd bring in some of the bison, I was expecting him like was it a fucking petting zoo? Yeah, like, <laughs> bring several bison into the school. Yeah. <laughs> he, he would he would bring in some of the not the bison the creature bison the substance. Yes, <laughs> formulated bison. <laughs> the body count was massive. <laughs> oh, there's one thing you don't know. This isn't bison. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> anyway, yes, this this uh, this saintly character. Yes, uh, I'm we very, cut over I, to uh, group therapy. I want to I want to camp out on the masturbation there real quick. Oh, I'm really glad they let's... I'm I'm glad they cut that uh, initially. It's, it's so American Beauty. Yes, <laughs> you know it's it's in in American Beauty that was like okay this yeah this makes sense uh-huh. uh, here but here it would have felt felt like I kind of like how. Walter White only expresses sexual desires as like awful power stuff. Yeah. It's not good. You know, it's mm-hmm. not good behavior. I just think it is kind of works for his character. Like mm-hmm. he feels kind of ace to me, like asexual, not like an asexual person, but he doesn't feel motivated by sex. Mm-hmm. He uses sex purely as this like gross outlet. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's an expression of some of the more terrible things about him. And when know. I say I like it, like, don't get it twisted. I like it as a character choice. Like, I think it's it's villainous behavior. Yes. I just think yeah. it's, it's like an interesting aspect of his character. If yeah. he was a horn dog, you know, if he was just like, I'm horny, I'm mm-hmm. going to go masturbate at school. That would just feel really weird. And I don't think it would add very much. It, it's the, know? I mean, uh, just, uh, and, and also the fact that like, um, like he was doing it after he heard the initial plan was him doing it after he heard the um, chemo uh uh side effects or whatever and just like well that edge is from being american beauty to being like kind of like palinic kind of thing yeah (laughs) like that that's kind of like that's that's like a like a side uh like like a side character from choke would uh would would do that yeah Yeah. i'm I'm glad they went with what they went with yes much uh so we cut over to group therapy uh where you know skylar confronts walt about shutting the family out you know, he disappears in the afternoon and the therapist says, well, maybe it would help your family if they knew what you were doing, spending time alone. And he talks about taking these walks in nature. He likes to go on these long walks. He enjoys nature. Yeah, enjoys uh, being in the desert. Yeah. yeah. And and they do this, uh, the cut while he's talking about it to a cook, like what he's actually doing. Yeah. You know, this, it's, it's real cool. He's like, oh, I love the nature. And they show the cacti and they show mm-hmm. the cacti out in the desert. The, the the delivery on this therapist is a real thorn for me in this episode because like he says i just sometimes it's just nice to not talk and she says time alone can be useful for some it's <laughs> <laughs> a weird delivery yeah um we, we go to this uh we go to the cook here uh walt is mixing these chemicals but he starts coughing and he has to stop he got too dizzy he runs no. outside, has to pull all of his clothes off. Jesse fans him down. Uh, and this is beginning a, like a relationship with Jesse, like a little bit of a caretaker 
mm-hmm. uh, thing. Like Jesse and Walt, you know, I said before, I truly believe they love each other mm-hmm. in the show. And one of the ways they express it is this kind of care. And this is a good episode for mutual care. Yes. Um, you know, with, with Jesse caring for Walt here and then Walt in a weird kind of sideways way, caring for Jesse at the end. With the yes. Yeah. Although his is kind of wrapped up in turf kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, T-T-U-R-F. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I like that Jesse is fanning him down with his porno Mac. <laughs> yep. He's just like looking at porno. <laughs> just ambiently like no big deal it's just, again a guy a guy that thing that i don't relate to yeah um, just you know just like you know, somebody looking at porn tabs on their phone like in yeah. line at the bank it's like what the fuck it's, are you doing like it's a real weird what's, to me oh what's what's your end game here <laughs> yeah how, do, how does this end uh <laughs> he notices the radiation burn the tattoo on walt's chest and he knows exactly what that means yeah uh you know he's just like yo what the hell when were you gonna tell me and you tell you about what about the cancer yo you know, uh, <laughs> he like, knows like, what stage are you three a oh it's in your lymph nodes like yeah he gets it he knows yeah. the, the 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 look that waltz that, that walt gives him when he says like oh it's it's in your lymph nodes it's like yeah. oh okay just he's looking at him like a like, like a dog just quoted shakespeare or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of like you know like you were already pretty good to have around but that was pretty fucking impressive actually yeah well, well done <laughs> <laughs> my my help my useful idiot yeah um the uh you know he talks about his aunt you know she lasted seven months and he understands like, oh my god that's why you're doing this mm-hmm. Walt's like do i have a problem do you have a problem with that he's you know he says whatever uh can you finish the cook walt says yes and then a second later he's like no <laughs> you know I, I love that a little bit um, yeah so jesse has to finish it uh there and he's like i'll be here if you need questions you know you can do this yeah you can take care of this and jesse's incredulous like no like fucking no i was like you know what happened to your mad skills you can do it you know yeah. again another another important uh you know important thing here because jesse has been you know second guessing himself on this right yeah yep yep uh he goes away and he says hey put an ice pack on your head it'll help with the hair loss uh he doesn't follow this advice or it doesn't Mm-hmm. Um, we get to see this scene that the commentary spends a long time talking about birds, yep. uh, of them in the motel, uh, the crystal palace parking lot. This is um, a different motel. This oh, is, is not it? the crystal palace. Yeah. Oh, weird. Different brickwork. Uh, Trust me. I, 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 I compared. <laughs> no, the, uh, it's, it's pretty inconsequential. It just go me walking, uh, telling Hank, Hey, we got some stuff from the lab on that mask. It says JP went high school. Yeah. Yeah, the Waltz figured, okay, I can just take this label off, figuring that the imprint wouldn't have gone through. He wouldn't have thought about this, you know. Uh, And Uh, then we get a dealing montage. I like this montage quite a bit. I love that they said it to Scooby-Doo Love, uh, the song that, you know, it sounds just like, you know, generic needle drop. But I always associate, like, it is the exact song that they use in um, the episode of Harvey Birdman where he goes to jail and he thinks he's going to be executed. But it's just a (laughs) prank that his boss played on him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the uh they talk I like how in the uh the commentary in this they talk about when they shot this was you know this handheld camera and stuff, how people look directly at the camera and how it works. Mm-hmm. And it does. And it, yeah. I never really give it gave it very much thought to this. But whenever they do these kind of scenes, people do look directly at the camera and kind of like they're posing for a trading card. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but it it totally works. Like yeah. you, you can it feels like you're in a different reality. Yeah. Than this. Uh when you're here, like you are in a realm. <laughs> where it's just showing that this happened in kind of an abstract way. Yes. 
uh, I dig it. You know, just the, yeah. like the one guy showing off his girl to the camera, obviously showing it off to you know, to Jesse. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, and just people running down the running down alleyways and stuff. Like it's real. You know, kind of gorilla, gorilla, right? The other thing I like a lot about it is that it shows uh, people from all kinds of strata. Yes, uh, doing this. So, like, it's it seems it's all people you might expect to be uh, meth users, and then there's like a businessman. Yeah, and then there's just like a working mom, you know, doing laundry. Yeah, things like that. You know, you you you, you forget. I'm not saying this for any you know political reason, uh, but uh, the 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 president's son had had a crack problem. Like these yeah. dr- these drug issues are not just the lower class. They're just a meet. You know, there's just a you know uh, a, <laughs> a narrative that needs to be maintained that it is only uh, people who are not worth caring about that do these yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Jesse gets to the cook site. He's late, but this is okay because he's he they've been making money. He uh, dumps a wad of cash in front of Walt. Uh, he's like, that's twenty six. He's like twenty six thousand. That's unacceptable. <laughs> like, you know, twenty six hundred. <laughs> And half, yeah. your half is thirteen hundred minus the cost for the phone. Yeah, you know, <laughs> um, like this is really good. I like this as an inversion of expertise. Yes, you know, kind of thing. Even though it ends tragically, but just this whole idea of Walt coming to accept, like, oh, this is actually something I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but but he doesn't just like he doesn't accept this. Is that is is the thing? And just kind of like okay, you know, like why didn't she move the entire thing? And Jesse's like, oh, what, you know, what do I look like, Scarface? Jesse is making very good points about the nature of their arrangement. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. And well, Walter the thing he accepts is that he accepts that they need to get like the the distributor. Like we yes. need to get somebody else. Like he walks Jesse through the problem. Mm-hmm. In a way, he does not have all of the information or anything like yeah. that but you can i mean it ends up being a mistake because tuco's a, a maniac mm-hmm. but he didn't know that yeah you know like it, it ended up being like the other guy that jesse dealt with was not yes like a maniac like tuco is the aberration here mm-hmm. not just finding a distributor yeah I, I love jesse's reaction you know because walt's like okay so does there is there anybody like you know who was above who was above you in this like okay well you know i had a guy but you killed him yeah <laughs> He's like, who introduced you to him? Well, Emilio. Uh, but yeah, uh, real good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess, I guess, what's sticking me on this is that Walt, uh, like, says, like, "Hey, this is a mo-, you know, like, this is a motivation problem. Yeah. Like, that's not the problem. That's not what you sent Jesse out to do. You told them to move the product, and he went and did it. Like, he worked all night, and you know, I don't know, thirteen hundred dollars for you know twenty six hundred dollars as a take for a night's work is really good. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> the the motivation problem thing. He's wrong, and he's it's it's not good behavior. Again, uh-huh. I take it as encouraging in teacher mode. Yes, you yeah. know, like uh, and then also pretty motivated because he's on a clock and he has a yeah. Bill. You know, we, it, we keep seeing his checkbook balance like run down throughout the episode. Yeah, and near the end, he's got he doesn't have enough for the next treatment. Mm-hmm. The last one we see is is it teacher mode when he tells them to just grow some fucking balls? And, no, and I think, arrange I think that's his exasperation. Okay. Yeah. Again, yeah. I think I think that this is a thing where when people, and not you, but when people look back on the show, the Walter might was evil the entire time narrative mm-hmm. does discount the pressure of like impending death. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and like yes, it's his fault for lying mm-hmm. uh, in the first place about getting the money and stuff. Right. But, like, right. Once you're in that situation, yeah. I could see wanting not to be in that situation or wanting to avoid the consequences of that being very motivating. Yes. Yeah. I just uh I just wanted to be nicer to Jesse. Me too. I love Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, you know, and he, again, in a weird kind of sideways way, I think he does something kind of nice for Jesse. Yes. Uh, in the, in this episode, mm-hmm. um, we got over to chemo, uh, more vomiting, you know, all this stuff. Uh, Hugo gives him some gum. I love that. You know? Yeah. What a saint. <laughs> um, the principal is like, Hey, are you up for a visitor? And it's Hank. Uh, and Hank's like, I'm here for some work stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she leaves this principal again, this, uh, this, you know, kind of dang- red herring. Yeah. This, dang- uh, this the, dangling character yeah. in the in the commentary when, uh, Brian Cranston says like, Hey, am I getting a sex scene with her Yeah, in the next season? Uh, and they're like, well, if you're lucky, it's like, it's very kind of gross male locker room stuff. Yeah. It's, it's not like, just, uh, Hank. That actress isn't there to defend herself from no. this. <laughs> like, well, do I have a say in this shit? Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things where I don't think it would happen now, but uh-huh. we, had to, we had to remember that like on one hand, 2008 was not that long ago. Mm-hmm. On another hand, it was ages ago. We thankfully made a lot of progress since then. Yeah. That's a way to look at it. That is not like being shitty about it. Yeah. Yeah. I I really do. I do think that that is the kind of thing that made more sense then than it does now. Not that it was okay, Mm -hmm. you know, but it it just, uh, is more plausibly, you know, deniable. Yeah. As an excuse, I guess. It's, it's, it's one thing for Hank, the character to say, she's got an ass like an onion makes me want to cry. It's another thing for those actors and those people to like make a joke like that and then laugh about it. Like that's a lady. Like you ate lunch next to her probably. Yep. It's very funny in the commentary when uh, he's like, did you make that up? He's like, no, I think it's a rap thing. <laughs> and that just these, the, the whitest crew in the world is saying, around me like, mm, I think we have this rap thing. Oh, it's plagiarism. Is it <laughs> like just it's like fucking West coast elites? <laughs> uh, oh, it's, it's, it's a little grody. Yeah. Uh, I love that. <laughs> he pulls out the gas mask. The performances here are really good. I love it. Uh, you know, cause Hank just trust Walt implicitly. Yeah. You know, this is very sus. Walt is putting on his nebbish mask. Yes. For this whole thing, you know, uh, but clearly incredibly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, especially when he is okay. So like, yes, here's this ghost like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, and then he finds out like, oh yeah, you know, he found it. A meth cook site fire. Uh, <laughs> we found it next to an abandoned car that belonged to my snitch. Oh, he's probably been cut up and fed to the buzzards. It's yeah. kind of like, oh wait, crazy. It was a snitch. Yep. Shit. It's no good. It, and it's another example of Walt assuming everyone is not, you know, smart, right? Uh-huh. So like hey, this is Hank's job. Hank would know how to make meth. Yep. You know, uh, he would recognize this equipment to Walt. It's like no one's gonna miss this. Yeah, it's just There's glass. Not be, Whatever. It's just glass. Who gives a shit? Like, of course I'm gonna get away with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's real great. Uh he goes through and he does the inventory, he sees like a lot of his stuff is missing. Uh at this while a phone is ringing in the background, which is a great shortcut for just tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get the like, you gonna answer that? Uh, <laughs> he does. It's his burner phone. Uh, and it's Jesse saying, like, listen, you know, you told me to to apply myself. Uh, it turns out Skinny Pete, my boy, was in jail with Tuco in the same cell block. Yeah. Uh, so we we have an introduction. I, I I I saw this on the um oh gosh, on the wiki. Makes sense. The, in the original draft, it was gonna be Badger who had the hookup to Tuco before they realized no Badger wouldn't have any Tuco would break Badger in half. T- uh, Tuco I mean, would not on, suffer Badger to live. No, I mean Badger would just turn into a puddle of goo under yeah. his under his under his gaze. Yeah. Scratchy voiced goo. Like I, I, I just can't imagine Tuco like Tuco barely suffers skinny Pete. And and skinny Pete is pretty harmless yeah you know 
um uh, as as uh, uh um uh, hank is going through the glass i like this where he immediately like pulls a um he does he does exactly to uh walt what walt did to jesse picks up the round bottom bar and says oh yeah meth meth heads love these <laughs> you know mm-hmm. the thing's like oh shit like again it's him realizing other people are smart and competent he knows yep. this stuff yep yep uh, basically, you know, I don't want to get you in trouble, but you got to start looking after your turf. We don't want people to start wondering about you. Long mm-hmm. pause, laugh. Uh, they do play this card a little bit too often. Yes. Uh, on rewatch. Like it's, I really like when Hank puts it together and I like everything that follows. It. Mm-hmm. Uh, the near misses get a little exhausting. Oh, especially when they happen five in a row during the poker scene. Like the yeah. poker scene's good, but it's just, uh, it's a lot like you, you, you hiding something. What are you yeah. smoking there? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we go to Jesse and Skinny Pete at Tuco's headquarters, uh, where Mac's dad works. <laughs> it's I saw. So I'm I'm happy that you that you saw that. I also uh, put a, put the put a note down there as a joke. Mm-hmm. It is not Luther. It is it, oh. it is it is not that actor. No, it's a it's a stuntman. Um, oh, he just happens. Like, are you sure it's not it, both? <laughs> what what's that? Are you sure it's not both? Like that guy is an actor and a stuntman. Cause he says he's a stunt man in, uh, in the commentary. Yeah. No, like it, him. Oh, it's a, it's, it's a different guy. He's younger. Huh. He's younger okay. and more younger and more muscular, but they have like a very similar, very similar piercing eyes and very similar face structure for all mm-hmm. the, I mean, for 14 years now, I have thought that that was Mac's dad. I just looked at it and I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, it might be a different person. Like they're, they're, they're actually wildly different ages. Oh yeah. <laughs> they look very similar. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they get in, you know, they have to go through the security check-in that again, get their pat down or whatever. Uh, and we're introduced to Tuco for the first time doing a very cartoonishly badass thing, which is cleaning his grill with a big knife. Yeah. I, you know? I mean, I, I clean mine with a wire brush. Sure. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, that's a good way to clean a grill. <laughs> I clean mine with a toothbrush. <laughs> um, you know, skinny Pete comes in, uh, tries to, you know, pal him up and he, he no sales him. Yeah. Uh, he just wants to get down to business. Right. Uh, you know, and Tuco does, you know, the smart thing makes this complete stranger do a bump of meth with him. Right. It's kind of yeah. like, all right, here we go. If you're in, you're in. Um, and Tuco takes his head off of his knife after crushing it up with his knife. Uh, he yes. does everything with his knife. <laughs> it's, <laughs> he, uh... Edward scissor hands kind of situation. He, he gets up and kind of flexes and says and, and screams something that is nonsensical to me. I, I have not been able to find anything that this relates to. He says that kicks like a mule with its balls wrapped in duct tape. You you didn't duct mules when you were in high school. I mean, me and the I boys lived, used to tape them up. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I live in a place where people ostensibly could have tipped cows. I did not hear tell of anybody doing any mule ducting. Taping mules. Yeah. The, uh, I know that if you fuck with a bowl, like with its balls, I know that they bind their balls. Okay. Uh, for some kind of thing and they kick. That's that's my guess what this is about. Okay. Or, or a similar kind of thing. It's also just some colorful language. Yeah. Uh, that feels a little goofy. I, I, uh, I like it because it led to the very funny, uh, since bringing bad edits are everywhere now where Tuco crushes up one of the infinity stones and, and does this <laughs> his knife and just snorts it immediately in front of Thanos, which is pretty funny yes. uh, to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. The most baller thing you could possibly do to Thanos. Uh, like, 
shit. <laughs> can, can that for the time stone. Well, where do we go now? <laughs> yeah. Like, what now? Um, but yeah, he's, he's, uh, he gets hit by it and you get this kind of scary burst of energy. Yes. Yeah. You know, that happens here. Uh, he, he's like, you know, it's good math. Mm-hmm. Uh, he asks how, you know, how much for He's like, we got a deal. And Jesse says, we didn't even talk about price. Yes. You know, he's basically just saying like, yes, I will take this free math. <laughs> I will take this meth now. Yeah. It is mine. It is in my possession. You know, uh-huh. uh, 35 large for the pound. Uh, he weighs it. It's a little bit light. And he goes, okay, you can go. He goes, what do you mean? And he says, this is a consignment deal. And I love Jesse. Like, you want me to float 35 grand? <laughs> like, <laughs> pretty, pretty I, fucked I mean, up. It's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, I've never done one of these kind of deals, but I would say there's a down payment. Maybe it's half now, half later. At the maybe, very least. Maybe yeah. you do an, maybe you do a net 30 on the invoice, you know? The cl- closest thing I've ever done to this is role play a Shadowrun. And Shadowrun, you usually get half up front. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know? for supplies and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got to be able to buy, you know, cyberware and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse goes, no, like cash up front. He tries to run off with the math, uh, but yeah. this place is crawling with bodyguards. He was never going to make it. He had to go through a cage door to get here. Yeah, uh, this, uh, the, I like this... when he gets caught. This he he reverts to, like kid mode. Uh huh. Um, it reminds me a lot. So he starts going, "Come on, come on," <laughs> and it reminds me a lot of uh, in Punch Drunk Love when uh, Barry starts getting beat up and he starts going, "Ow, ow, ow." before he gets hit <laughs> right like it's, it's really it's good. funny but it's really well observed yeah like yeah. you regress mm-hmm. in those moments yeah uh when you're under threat yeah, yeah. <laughs> so tuco he says okay well i'll give you the money um right. and he knows something is uh, is up because his mood has changed uh and uh you can't trust well you can't trust anything tuco says but especially uh he's his mood does not swing that that uh, suddenly uh in the positive direction gets no. up and and loads a loads a bag with some money and then uh, proceeds to beat jesse with it uh, yep. And when he gets him down on the ground, he starts kicking him in the ribs until he coughs up blood. Yep. Nobody moves Crystal in the South Valley but me. Yes. You know. Uh, we cut over to the school where Hugo is raising the flag. Doing a symbolic <laughs> act. <laughs> he gets arrested. He, 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 does, he does a little cross and then. Yeah. Uh, he pledges just, allegiance he, real quick and then he volunteers in an old folks home. Yeah. Puts shortly a, before just, getting arrested. Yeah, as Hank's as Hank walks up, he's dropping an envelope to UNICEF into the yeah. mailbox. Yeah. After shaving off all his hair for locks of love, <laughs> they immediately press him up against the car. Uh, here, um, everybody uh, sees this. You know, they're like, "Oh, why are they uh, arresting arresting him?" That night, uh, Walt is trying to call Jesse on his burner, and he keeps getting his voicemail. Yeah, uh, and he gets called back to poker to, uh, mm-hmm. to playing poker with the with the fam. Marie does the the uh, thing that I cannot stand in poker, which is taking the terms and then just doing like a fun little phrase with it. Mm. You know, it's like, okay, Marie, are you checking? It's like checks in the mail and then yeah. slide, <laughs> slides that Mar- off. It's very Marie. Very Marie. Yeah. And she's, you know, a uh, you know, big time in everybody. Um, yeah. And Walt, um, uh, you know, just the conversation, you know, gets to the, you know, gets to the school and Walt's treatment and stuff. Uh, he says like, Oh, I'm going to be taking a few weeks off. You know, I talked about, I talked to the principal about it, but he didn't, he didn't tell Skylar yet. Yes. Yeah. Uh, junior says, why, you know, why did Mr. Uh, Ioletta, uh, get arrested? Mm-hmm. And Hank tells him like, Hey, you know, he, uh, it turns out he fit the profile. Some stuff was missing. You know, uh, it turns out he had a back, some background busts 
mm-hmm. for pot. Uh, we searched his truck, found a blunt, searched his apartment. Uh, you know, we could not find uh, the glassware or anything, but we just found lots of pot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which sucks. He shouldn't yeah. have been arrested for that. No, this is this is again 2008 shit. Like this yeah. would play very differently now, where like public opinion is has been like, oh, that's, yeah. that's ridiculous. I mean, you know. a janitor. Like <laughs> I, I need my people who are working miserable menial jobs that you mm-hmm. don't have to think about to be able to relieve themselves in some way. Yes, like it's, I, it's I the least. Everyone they who makes a pizza for me is high as hell. It's it's the least they deserve, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, like if that makes the job of cleaning up high schooler piss and pubes mm-hmm. a little bit easier, smoke as much pot as you want. Yeah, like, ideally you would get more money for this and more time off. But like, take not, this refuge. You yep. like they, they like they, they they cannot they cannot hold this uh, they cannot hold this captive. And I am tapping my head, but I am also making a smoking a doobie motion. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's a very. Um, a little again, very 2008 of Hank to have this attitude with pot, right? Yes. Because H- Hank deal, he's in the DA. Yeah. Uh, he understands pot's a crime, but he has a like, you know, he wasn't such a good guy after all. Like, you know, and I can't, it's, it's weird for me to, for Hank to care about personal pot use. Yeah. Personally. Like it's a job concern. He has to care about it for his job. Yeah. But I can't imagine him actually thinking less of somebody he, smoking he, pot. He says that directly to Junior. He's like, yeah. you know, it, it, it turns out he's not so cool after all. Like, Junior expressed this, you know, it's like, so what's, you know, what's going to happen to him? Like, you know, this guy was a saint. Everybody at this high school loved him. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, I think, I think that this is, this is Hank, I think, uh, getting in there and trying to do the anti-drug message on this impressionable oh, yeah. teen. It would have been, anything. I would have expected it to be since he found out about, you know, he's still under the impression that Walt is smoking pot. I wanted this to be a saber rattle at Walt. Yes. Uh, as opposed to that. And he's kind of doing a little bit of that, like when it gets to the uh, bluffing stuff. He does it with you the know? poker stuff. Yeah. Like a li- some of it, but it's also, I don't think he suspects that Walt is doing meth here. I think this no. is just double meaning stuff. Yes. Like this is Walt being paranoid. Yeah. Uh, more than anything. If he suspected this early in the show, we wouldn't have a show. Well, I mean, or just uh, like uh, the smoking pot thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, are you, you know, are you, you into that kind of deal? And like a lot of it could also be like what the show is presenting is, you know, Walt's paranoia about his, <laughs> about his, uh, uh, brother-in-law. He's uh, acting real fucking weird too. He is. Like he's yeah. not, he's not being present in the poker game. Yes. You know? So yeah, all these yeah. things that Hank is doing where he's like, you know, you're hiding something, changing the subject back to poker makes sense with Walt in this weird, you know, yeah. aloof well, state f- f- feeling guilty. Like not only should Hugo not have been arrested just because you know, the, you know, and victimless crime, but also, um, uh, you know, like, it's Walt's fault. He, yeah, it's Walt's fault. like the only reason that, that, he, that anybody looked at Hugo was because, you know, of Walt taking that, taking that gear and then not, uh, understanding there'd be consequences for it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hugo is one of the lost victims of this show. Like yes. you don't think about Hugo anymore. No, uh, he doesn't come back. I kept expecting him to come back in the finale of Better Call Saul with like a gun and a vengeance, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like in the modern timeline. Oh yeah, yeah. you don't know me, but <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, Walt expresses some doubt about, uh, whether Hugo actually had it in him and, you know, Hank says nothing personal, Walt, but you wouldn't know a criminal if he was close enough for, uh, close enough to check you for a hernia, uh, obvious irony there. Uh, but also like this is <laughs> taken, from, 
yeah like he's, I, yeah he's he, like you you are underestimating me fucker yes you know? yeah yeah so this this is a wound. I think that this is also what leads him not just uh, a desire to win the poker game, which you want to do, uh, but also like leads to him just uh, leads to Walt very specifically, uh, kind of uh, stunting on Hank in the poker yeah. on the poker hand, right? Yeah, uh, doing he uh, he bluffs him. Mm-hmm. You know uh, he uh, he does. He's like, what will happen to Hugo? You know, and uh, Hank just like loses job as he should. Uh, Skylar's like, yeah, you know, cause again, she's very, uh, shitty about pot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, they kind of go back and forth, um, and Walt eventually gets Hank to fold. Yeah. Yeah. You know? R- you know, river cards come out and it's like, oh, you know, and throwing in and Hank's like, oh, you, you, you got a man up or are you going to puss out? You know, you're a terrible liar, like all of that. And, you know, Hank folds. Marie says, hey, this is really anticlimactic. Uh, and she checks the hands, which it's not the done thing. Uh, uh, yes. Hank threw away a king and an ace. There was at least one ace out there on the uh, uh, on the, on the the uh, cards that were showing, uh, which Walt had a seven and a two, the worst hand you can get. Yeah. yeah a crazy handful of nothing. Yeah. Um, like the show title. Like the cool hand Luke. <laughs> yeah thing the uh so we cut over a waltz showering his hair starts falling out in clumps uh, he drinks a ginger ale he calls jesse again and this time skinny pete answers yes he finds uh, out where jesse's at just j- j- just a tip on this for anybody who ends up going through chemo which could be any of us uh do not uh drink something uh that you like a lot while you're on chemo uh because you will eventually uh like later on just completely detest it my mom underwent chemo for breast cancer uh, a long time ago she's in remission uh she can no longer drink ginger ale and it's sad because mm. she loved it so oh, just yeah. a just a cancer pro tip for folks it makes uh it makes sense because it's a anti-nausea yes thing. you know choose sprite yeah choose sprite <laughs> um walt goes and visits jesse in the hospital room i really like this like jesse's interaction uh, i love this this bit of skinny pete's like are you the guy and he's like yeah i'm the guy <laughs> like i love the resignation of that <laughs> you know uh skinny pete says you know skinny pete's being genial because he's also seems like a real fun guy yeah. you know like i didn't cut your name walt doesn't answer but he says tell me everything you know about tuco yeah uh, and this is a turf thing this is a revenge to his dignity it is also guilt Yes, I think real guilt, you know, for what he talked Jesse into doing. I think there's a genuineness to this. Yeah, it, it, J- Jesse knew. Jesse told him this would be dangerous, right? Yep. Like, oh, just here's a stranger saying, "Do you want to buy a felony quality of methamphetamine?" Like, it's yep. you know, he he's culpable for this, so he's gonna uh, is he's putting his plan together, right? Yep. Uh, the next morning we get we get a POV of him taking just the rowdiest orange piss. Like, something's wrong. <laughs> go see a doctor i know that you probably have too many doctors in your life and i don't know what chemo does to somebody's urine it should not be that uh uh, i have to assume this is chemo related this is orange drink i don't the 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 only other thing is that everybody in the chain of custody of this shot from the person who mixed the uh the the colored water to the person who did the, did the color grading needs to hydrate more yeah. so, somebody at the network needed to say hey listen this you- is it's so close to piss too it <laughs> it's it's really uh, <laughs> it's really bad and there's a thing so like uh, 
my medical <laughs> journey, like one of the things that can happen is you can have dark piss uh, as a kidney problem mm-hmm. thing. Uh, that can, that is an indicator of kidney failure, like not an yes. early indicator either, like a go to the hospital now right. indicator of kidney failure. Uh, that was the first thing I thought of when I saw this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just, yeah, it, it's nothing. It's just, it's kind of positioned as a normal piss. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's the problem. It's, it's a real like Chekhov's piss kind of thing. <laughs> like I was really expecting them to reckon with this horrible urine. And they never do. <laughs> I'm yeah. sick and tired of everybody pretending like this isn't a problem. I know. Wait, wait, what is this? Am I the only sane person here? Uh, he takes pills and he's noticing the bald spots in his head. Yeah, uh, here. So he shaves his head, which is a lot of people who go through chemo do. Like mm-hmm. they don't have control over this. A lot of old men do it as well. It's all, yeah. AKA the Billy Corgan. Yeah. Um, uh, I, like, the, like the head shaving thing. Like it's a, like some people turn it into a party. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, my, my mom did. She had friends over uh, to, uh, you know, like just for, for it to happen, which is something she got off of you know, some kind of support group or whatever, but it makes sense. You know, it's like, yeah. Oh, like I can either be terrified of this and, you know, mourn it or like, fuck it. I'm going to take control. Like this yeah. is, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, so he comes down. He doesn't announce it to the family. Uh, this is the first time the other actors had seen it. Mm-hmm. They knew it was going to happen, but they didn't see it. They kept that as a, a reveal for them. So their reaction would be real. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's real cute. Yes. It's a real cute scene. Yeah. You know? And, you know, Skylar starts kind of tearing up just like, just like, oh, well, hi. You know, doesn't yeah. want to, uh, you know, doesn't want to make him feel bad about it or anything. But I, I love Junior's reaction. Junior's yeah. just kind of badass. Yeah, badass, like, dad. You know, yeah. it just like, it's real. And he just kind of nods. Like, it's very sweet. Yeah. I, I love the little, the little peek up that Walt does, mm-hmm. uh, at, at, at Skylar, like as he's buttering his toast, it's just like, it, okay. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Are you all right? Like, are we cool here? Yeah. Yeah. There's, and, and there's also an element, there's a subtext, like he's not doing this, but in terms of like internal life stuff, like she wanted this, mm-hmm. he was saying he wasn't going to do treatment. She really wants him to get treatment. Yeah. This is what treatment is. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to diminish him. This is what yes. he was afraid of in a lot of ways. Yeah. He's taking time off work. He's not able to do these things he wants to do. If they had kept the masturbation scene in there, I don't know if he would have come from that. <laughs> uh, we, you know, well, he was he wasn't on the chemo yet. He had just heard about the side effects. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what the what his masturbation future would be like. But this <laughs> is the reality of what she was asking for. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean she was wrong to ask for it, but it is the whole thing. It's the the bad with the good. Yeah. No. Um, we get to the climax of the episode. So Walt takes his big bag of meth up to Tuco, uh, talks to the guy who looks like Mac's dad. And he's like, I'm not going to leave until I talk to Tuco there. Yeah. Um, Tuco lets him in. He gets his pat down and stuff. They take his meth, uh, here. And he's like, what's your name? Walt introduces himself as Heisenberg. This is the beginning yeah. of, of that. Cause he's a chemistry nerd, right? Yes. It's also, you know, fairly, fairly anonymous it, it, for anybody who doesn't. Remember Ethan Winters <laughs> yeah. and badly needs a shave. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Miranda. No, Mr. White, that bitch Miranda called. Uh, yeah. Oh God. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, he pulled that from Werner Heisenberg, uh, the author of the uh, uncertainty principle. Uh, the idea that uh, when it comes to subatomic particles, I believe, or at least with the, with electron, you can either know its position or uh, its uh, velocity, but not both. Yeah. Uh, uh, but more uh, broadly, like, oh, uncertainty. Like, yes, this is uh you know, nobody knows what I'm going to do kind of deal. He's just, 
picking that and hoping somebody on the street will pick up. And like, it's, it's his way of calling himself a wild card. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, he probably doesn't think anyone's going to pick it up. Oh no, no. You know, it's he's just not, a name. He's not hoping yeah. anything. He just needed to come. Like, I don't know what I would come up with. I had to come up with a shadow runner name. Yeah. Like legitimately, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that actually described me. Fuck. Yeah. They, you know, they call me waveform. You know, it's fucking horrible. Like, they, they they call me sure. I'm dull. <laughs> yeah, like, just, <laughs> hi, hi, I'm logic. <laughs> we should everyone on Duckfeed should get their own shadow runner like this. <laughs> like, um, so he introduces himself. He, he's uh has the you know his bag of meth. He says he wants fifty thousand dollars. You know, thirty five for the meth that you stole, and fifteen for my partner's pain and suffering. You know, and I, you know, he didn't have to add that, and he wants the money, of course. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a genuine like Jesse got the shit beat out of him that needs to be the scale needs to be balanced. Yeah, yeah, and also like he's probably discerned that uh, a big move is necessary on this. Yes. Like yeah. the, just a, a, an understanding that this can't happen again. Like yeah. we we need we need to be uh, we need to be square. Right. Yep. Um, so Chuko, I was like, oh yeah, Jesse, you know, that, that little bitch, uh, your plan, hear me, your plan. I steal your meth. I beat the crap out of your partner and your plan is to bring me more meth. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's, he's laughing and, and it seems like he has the open hand or upper hand. And then we get the very famous, well, there's one thing you don't know. This is not meth. Mm-hmm. He takes a tiny little chunk of this and throws it down, causing a huge explosion. Yes. Uh, and we see this, you know, from the outside, like blows the air conditioner off. Uh, people yep. scatter, uh, from outside of this building. This has been, uh, myth busted. Yes. Uh, the, um, it would cause that kind of explosion, but would, if it did, it would kill everyone inside. Of course. Uh, yeah. At that, that amount. Uh, also crystallized fulminated mercury is really hard to do. Yes. Um, it's usually a powder. Yes, usually a uh, kind of like a sickly yellow powder uh, is the understanding. I need to like find those episodes, the Breaking Bad specials and Mythbusters. The uh, uh, clips from them, you can watch them all in clip form on YouTube. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I um, just, I, I like the the actual action of that show. All of the mm-hmm. pageantry on the way to it gets a little annoying to me. It's the biggest ever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really want to deal with the rapper. It's it's very similar to the Game Awards. We were talking yeah, about the last yeah. episode. Like, I just want the trailers. Mm-hmm. And YouTube is a perfect avenue for mythbusters oh yeah like i don't actually like any of those people's personalities i don't want to i'm not here to hang out mm-hmm. i just want a bullet pointed list you know, again, <laughs> with this stuff. just demand uh, everything should be a bullet pointed how list can i divorce myself from humans <laughs> uh, or just the humans that i choose you know i just yeah this uh, the, the, these hosts oh you just you know, eventually i i have a lot of friends and stuff i like people i just don't like people on tv yeah, it's not, yeah. none of my business. Like you imagine, like if you got really like, let's say they did one of these shows, like the the Walking Dead after show thing for Breaking Bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I think they did that for Better Call Saul. Well, they I did. Can, they did. They did one for for they did Talking Bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did do Talking Bad. I cannot imagine putting up with Chris Hardwick to get any content. Nope. Like even if that content was like four hundred dollars. <laughs> I don't know that I would go and like hang out with Chris Hardwick for an hour. I don't know. I, I just don't want to deal with host personalities. Yeah. yeah. That's rough for us. I mean, it's great for like, I like us, uh-huh. you know, I just, I don't, maybe it's because we have this job that I don't want to interface. Maybe I see too much of myself. Yeah. In yeah. A host, you know, maybe, I don't know. Uh, but Walt's plan is like, I'll blow up this whole fucking 
block. He grabs the <laughs> yep. entire bag. Like that little chunk would do this. And he, it was a real gamble because if Tuco had snorted this or hit yeah. it with the butt of his knife, he didn't know. You know? He didn't know that Tuco smashed the, smashed yeah. it with his knife. And yeah. well, he, he would probably know that because he told Skinny Pete, "Tell me, tell everything. him everything." Yeah, yeah. So he probably knew the order of operations of the whole thing. You know? Yeah, but he's he's taking it. It's a real gamble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I I I love the way that he holds the bag up. Like he looks yeah. fucking crazy. Like this yep. is this is a preview of like season four, Walt. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, doing the scramble with Gus, right? He's got a dynamite vest, <laughs> you know, basically. Uh, Tuco relents at this point. He's like, that crystal you sold, uh, sold faster than $10 ass and TJ. Uh, you know, I'll buy another pound. You know, Walt growls money up front. Mm-hmm. And, and Tuco says, all right, you know, as long as we got an understanding. And Walt, big time, is like, that's not enough. You have to take two pounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, very funny. Yeah, how about seventy thousand dollars? Yeah, you know, uh, and this is going to cause problems uh, yes. as they continue after. You know, this is, is going to have effects. Um, Chugo asked what the thing was. He's fulminating mercury with just a tweak of chemistry. He oh. says it in a self-satisfied way that I, you know, a game theory. Like I, I just really don't like how he says it. No, uh, no, just a, bad a line to tweak of chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bad, bad uh, line too. too. But bad line, bad line too. I don't care for yeah, that. No. Yeah, it's a cool sequence. It's a cool, undeniably cool thing to have have happened. Mm-hmm. But it's a yeah, it's a little, little strokey. Um, <laughs> and then we get to the walkaway that we flash forwarded to in the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, him going to the car, getting in the car with the money, and letting loose. Yeah, I lo- yeah. I love this. I love the gradient on display yeah. here. Like he goes through like five different emotions over the course yeah. of this. You know, as the adrenaline lets up, right? You know, he gets in the car and he's you know like like yelling. He picks up the money and like holds it up to his face and Argh! and then like that 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 yelling just segues into like rage. And then mm-hmm. that peters out and he's like afraid, like, oh God, you know, just like processing that there. And then finally, like there's a beat and then he just kind of smiles and that's when it ends. Yeah. But like in that one barbaric yawp, uh, let's say, uh, we get like a little microcosm of his journey. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, over another like actionably similar song. It's not like the one that was the passenger. It's just uh, of a style parody of Bob Dylan. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very, it's very just like the cheapest equivalent of whatever the song could be. Um, yeah, that's the end in my mind. Uh, I was worried because I was getting, I hadn't rewatched this before this and I was worried he's going to go home and like have celebratory sex again. Mm -hmm. Like in my head, I kind of inserted another one of those scenes. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's taken as red. Well, but he, uh, I mean, in the next episode, he does start feeling up Skylar in front of all those people. Yeah. Yeah. Does, does the, the bullshit. Yeah. Fingers are under a table. If I remember, I don't know. Uh, I need to watch it again. I, uh, I can't remember if he's, uh, he fingers her under a table and then they fuck in a car. Yes. Uh, Uh, maybe, maybe it's that. Yeah. Pretty slick. I can't remember that because I'm like, yeah. smooth operator, cool move, bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anywho, uh, that that is the episode. It's a really good episode. Uh huh. A great episode. I'm very excited to get to season two. Uh-huh. Uh The show finds a lot more of its feet uh, in season two, and we're going to get into some richer stuff. But yes. it's really fun to visit these origins with a close-up lens. 
I, I'm going to be happy to get je- like pl- plots with Jesse that do not always revolve around or necessitate the presence of Waltz. Yeah. You know, like him, him with Jane is very good. Yes. Even though like, you know, we, we'll talk about Jane's character. Yes. You know, uh, this, I'm also, uh, obviously looking really, really looking forward to Saul showing mm-hmm. up. This will be my first time watching the Saul episodes, having watched better call Saul, oh, yeah. having this additional, uh, kind of insight on mm-hmm. that character. So that's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. What should mm-hmm. they do, Cole? Um, well, let me take a quick look at the calendar. I mean, as this comes out, uh, Duckstream is happening. So if you're listening during the weekend of the 16th, 17th, and 18th, uh, go to uh, duckfeed.tv slash duckstream or twitch.tv slash duckfeed.tv. Uh, we'll be streaming uh, to support the Transactive Ginger Project out of um, uh, out of Lewis uh, Clark College. College. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Um, that is a, the, the, the plans for that are coming together and I'm very excited about it. Uh, it's a good time. Watch and give if you can. Absolutely. Um, you can also support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash duckfeed TV. You can leave us ratings reviews on Apple podcasts or podcast addict, and you can tell your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great time to rewatch the breaking bad universe. Wonderful time. Us. Yeah. And if only so people can appreciate the memes. Yeah, absolutely. The, the Mario yeah. Kart thing. It's great. Um, and uh until next time we need a a replacement filter for a max press presser Uh, pro zapper dupe hoover max extract pressure pro 60 flipper dupe flipper dupe of course